Welcome to The Ledge. My name is Chris Harper, and I'll be your host every week. Every Tuesday, I will interview an artist, developer, or creative mind from the Web3 space. I'll be getting up close and personal with my guests as we explore the emerging crypto art and NFT scene. It is my feeling, along with many others, that we are in a digital renaissance. The emergence of blockchain technology has revolutionized the way we look at ownership, provenance, and digital assets. It is my goal as your host to help shed light on these complex subjects, and even more so, the individuals behind it all who are carving out their place in history here on the ledge of Web3. I'd like to welcome everybody to another episode of The Ledge. This week, I'm excited to have on my friend, the king of Midtown, Tommy. Welcome to the show, my man. How are you? I'm good, man. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. It's good to to, to be here on, on this with you and, and getting a chance to speak to you. Yeah, man. Thank you so much for coming on. I, uh, You know, this show traditionally has been a lot of... Um, artist-centered interviews. So like most of the people that I've interviewed have been artists, although um, I'm trying to get on some more people that are like collectors and connectors, man. And I kind of feel like that's the, the, the category that you kind of fit into in this space. Like you're a, you're a collector, you're a connector, and you're a builder of things in this space. Thanks, man. I, I feel like I want to ask you too, like what made you now shift over to collectors? And for me, um, I guess even from just like an earlier stage, like I thought like that was the beauty of this space. Like you get to work with all sides and you get to have perspectives of all sides and everybody looks at it differently. You know what I mean? Um, so I think just hencing the importance of what collectors bring to the table, you know, is, is something that I think isn't done as often. So, um, you know, I'm glad you saw it that way and I'm glad you invited me here because that's how I did start. That's how I always started. That's how I continue to be. Um, I mean, Nifty Gateway just released their stats on purchases um, that we've made. <laughs> Look at who, we're all up in the top. <laughs> it's me, uh, you, a few, there's a few of us, man, that are just like stupid. <laughs> oh, man. And, and honestly, like I'm going to say this on here, like, you, you got to stomach that. And yeah. even though I get angry and I see people like, you know, tweeting or putting out their opinions on like how the platform is doing things and all that. And I'm like, damn, like, I don't want to do that. We work together. We're supposed to, you know, yeah. help each other here and drive, you know, what's needed. But like, damn, you know, like I got to swallow some more. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a lot of that that you take on as an investor, as a collector, however you really want to kind of look at it, man. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's how I came to know of you from, you know, very, you know, the beginnings of this. And we'll dive into like, you know, how you got started in it. But, you know, I came to know you because when Nifty Gateway was like on fire in 2020, 2021, when everybody was, you know, when they were doing all these drops with all these great artists I would always see the same people's names on as like the ones that are winning these auctions or winning these things. It was always you. I was always in there. There's, you know, there, there was quite a few other guys and gals that were in that group, but yep. you know, there's a core group of people that were like kind of nifty gateway OG collectors. <laughs> yeah. And dude, it's, uh -huh. it's crazy because 
when you really look at it, it was the fucking coolest. Like I, and I mean that, like there isn't much shit that I consider like cool in the space, but there, there is a lot that happens that, you know, today's society would really consider cool off the rip and the way it was being done and the way we were all participating was something cool as fuck. You know, that shit inspired me to do, you know, what we do in crypt, man. When we, when we display that and like, you know, give a collector the platform um, on those ranked auctions and somebody's like sitting there and like watching bids and dollar amounts and all that. Yeah. Like yeah. So every, there's always there's always something different that is that's attracting people as they come in. And yeah, some of it's the money, some of it's the art. So it's like, yeah. you know, yeah. giving me a little taste of everything is how, you know, how I always wanted and visualized it fucking happening. I feel like it's a little bit everything. Some of it is the money. Some of it is the art. Some of it is the connections to people and like the friendships that you make in here. Some of it's yeah. just like the the uniqueness of it all, man, the cutting edge technology of it. I mean, it's all, you know, there's a lot of appeal, appeal you know, from a bunch of different sides. Yeah, no, the, the, honestly, that's why like I can't even say like, I know what I feel shitty about investing in or not, because some of it I know, like I, I was like, I don't even care, but this is like my buddy now. Like there's something we're going to do something. We're doing something. We support each other in other types of ways. So I just want to support what you're fucking doing. You know what I yeah. mean? And yeah, it's not always like your favorite piece of artwork or, you know, your taste or whatever, but come on, man. Like, I think there's like, a large portion of us that we don't even know what we have anymore. And then we're like, Oh shit. Yeah. Oh fuck. I have that. So if the intentions were really to like get rid of it, dude, we, we lost, like we, we went way too far. But I also feel like so much shit happened so fast in terms of like innovation. And some of it's not like some of the shit's creative. Some of it's like, okay, you know, like we didn't even really have to change things. Like, um, it's just too much, too fast. I feel like, you know, but that's yeah. why, again, even when I look at IRL exhibitions, I'm like, like what's better than, you know, getting every single component of this, getting a representation of collectors, even like events and stuff like that, but also bridging other industries, dude, for the growth. Cause like IRL looks way cooler to somebody outside of the space when they see us all partying at like events that you and I were at, whether it was mine or people's or whatever, there was just something about if that looks good to the outsider, then we're going to get interest there. So dude, um, I'm 50 years old. I'm 51 actually. And uh, some of the best parties I've been to in my life have been like NFT related parties. (laughs) Literally, like for real, man. <laughs> you feel like a kid again. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. But but I mean, I, I, you know, we still need to be conscious that we're all representing like a a, a, a huge industry here. That's sure. you know trying to you know trying to that should at least be looking the best to the outsider. So the way we kind of represent ourselves, I think, is fucking important right now. And yeah, you could go to some of the best, but you can go to some and you're like, what the fuck's happening here? Like, <laughs> That's true. Fair. Fair enough. Make 
This isn't going to justify that last million dollar sale. It just won't. Right. Let's go back to the beginning here, man. So tell me about you. Who are you? You know, where are you from? Uh, you, you can tell me how old you are, where you're from, where you grew up, a little bit about your life. I think a lot of people in this space would like to know more about like who, who is Tommy? <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, I, th- I think so too. Um, I continue to put shit out and, and, and kind of express myself the way I would normally. So I don't really hide shit, but yeah, my, um, my age, I'm 42, actually, dude. So I'm a little younger than you, but I'm still, I'm still up there. <laughs> We're still like old guys in this space. Yeah. Um, I'm from New York originally. You know, I do. I'm a, I'm a contractor, GC background, um, and now I do this mostly full time. But you know, obviously, still, still do what I, I used to do prior to this on a day to day, and. Yeah, we we launched the Crypt Gallery concept um, a while back, which is, I guess, the first digital gallery in hospitality and then one of the first, you know, permanent ones because um, a lot haven't been that sustainable, which is kind of wild, you know, to see over time. Um, we are located in hospitality, so that was always a partnership that I was seeking out as opposed to opening a traditional gallery. Uh, it, it became more about, again, partnerships, exposure, driving the industry mainstream, started collecting, you know, art, mostly art NFTs from the beginning of discovering like the space and the tech and all that. And I've continued to do that while becoming obviously a curator, um, having a, a membership drop at an earlier stage of King of Midtown holders. And being, I guess, you know, like you said, one of the early guys on on Nifty Gateway. Yeah. With the right intentions. You're a contractor. I didn't know that. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. You look like you're pretty handy yourself. Like you could you know, do. I'm a uh, contractor, right? I'm a contractor, too. Oh, get the fuck out of yeah, here. Two, two old guys with beards and a bunch of tattoos that are contractors <laughs> that have found each other on Nifty Gateway <laughs> and love NFTs and artists. There's a few of us. There's a few of us. I don't know if you know. Like, there's a few of us. So that's good. That's good. I And that, maybe that's another thing. Like, if I ever leave New York, I'm just going to go partner up on the construction side and shit talk nfts like if i come, come closer down to, to Charleston, you. Man. <laughs> yeah we got it <laughs> yeah that's crazy that's a funny that's funny man were you into collecting when you were a kid did you collect anything were you into that no man no so here's some fucking something maybe that many don't know um no i don't have like a tech background or i wasn't into like collecting like cards or anything like that like i knew of everything just wasn't really um yeah really my thing um and then art i just i had friends that were artists and i would say like at least like successful ones from what i've seen um and just being in crypto and i think it was like not i think it was more like I was going through some like shit on the personal side too. Yeah. And then I just, for fucking one reason or another, I just discovered like artwork, Trevor Jones, like being one of like the early ones. And then I was just, it was leading me to other artists and I was reading like descriptions and I was like, oh shit, like this hits fucking home. And 
Yeah. Um, just kind of seeing what the space was evolving into and, you know, then COVID and kind of seeing like, obviously that having a huge impact and acceleration. I was like, all right, well, what's going to happen after? Cause things are going to change again. Um, so yeah, man, I just, again, those relationships were building and I, you obviously remember at an earlier stage, yeah. um, some of it, which I kind of found shocking. Cause like you never had reached to certain individuals like you did now through web three. So if right. you made like I hit up people with fucking confidence, dude, like they'll have like a couple million followers and I'll be like, hey, what's up? You want to collab? Like <laughs> <laughs> I got a fucking idea. Yeah, that's what you're, you, you're lucky. I'm giving you my time, not in an arrogant way, but in a more like, yeah, you know, confidence. I think I think yeah. need it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's good that you got the balls to go and do it, man. I mean, you know, I think it, it takes somebody like that to make some of this stuff happen. You know, like who else is going to do it if you didn't do it? Who would have done it? You know, I I agree, man. I mean, I've <laughs> you know, I well, I'm going to we're going to continue to see like more and more of this stuff, just like we've seen, like yeah. what you and I got to be a part of yeah. Um, yeah. down there by you at Beeple's like. Dude, I had the same experience. I, when I got into this thing, I didn't know anybody. I didn't I didn't even have a fucking Twitter. I didn't know how to get on Twitter, you know? And uh, you know, I got into NFTs and I was like, you know, you built a gallery. I started building this podcast. You know what I mean? I just like, you know, it's like we just started building stuff, man. You know, like I yeah. don't know what I'm doing, but I'm gonna figure shit out and kind of like <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> Look, it's <laughs> It's funny because like Vasia, who's like obviously been through this from day one, um, especially like on the crypt side and seeing yeah. like all this unfold, says it to me all the time. Like, man, like it takes a lot to do what we're all fucking doing in the time we've contributed here. Like yeah. it, it, it should mean something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, at the end of the day, I just... Your, I think our hearts are just in it, man. And the friendships now and the positive things. And it's like I can't give up on, on my boys, like on my homies. I can't give up on them. It's it right now. Now we're fucking in it. We're in it. We are in it, man. <laughs> <laughs> what was your um, background? Did you have any crypto exposure prior to NFTs? Yeah, and that's, that's kind of what it was that okay. – and I think it was like on Reddit um, – where I was coming across artwork and then okay. discovering, oh, that's NFT. Oh, what the fuck is an NFT? Um, right. And that's kind of how it started. But I'm like, oh, shit. I didn't even know what I was looking at at the time. Um, and then, like I said, it happened quick like you. Like I wasn't on social media. So as I had to start building that, yeah, I'm like, wait a minute. Wait, I just spoke to this person. Like this is, yeah, you know, good thing like there weren't that many rugs back then and you were actually talking – like, and I mentioned Trevor Jones because I think we all know him, but like I spoke to Trevor like after I bought um, whatever, a Bitcoin angel at the time. Yeah. Um, it was like, I mean, I'm like, what is this guy talking to another 5,000 people right now? <laughs> yeah, I don't think he was. <laughs> I mean, probably. You, you know, know what, no. though? I, I think you were trying to at least get to everybody um, yeah. as an artist. Yeah. Yeah. These things were all new to you too. And you're like, oh shit, I want to thank 
4,520, you know, whatever <laughs> editions you just sold. I want to thank all those individuals. Yeah, of course you want to, but I mean, who has the time to write every one of them? And you might not even yeah. know who they all are, but if somebody reaches out to them, a lot of those guys have been really good about getting back to collectors. I would say yeah. Trevor's one of yeah. them. Yeah, for sure. I think that just for a lot of us, like, you know, showed the realness and the, and the yeah. efforts behind um, what everybody was doing. So I didn't know about any of it until people had that sale. So that was the thing that got me kind of started. And then I got like, I got really into it fast. And the first thing that I really like got like in a big bidding war with somebody on was one of Snuffy's tattoo tokens, you know, like it was like, oh, a, oh you were trying to get the thing, you got a tattoo. Yeah. And I got, I thought that was such a cool concept actually. Like he's the first guy to do it. Yeah. What a cool man. You know, it should so, be more of that. It should be more of that. I agree with and you. And I don't mean just from him. I look at the whole tattoo industry. And I'm like, there's so much talent out there. Like, just fucking start tying shit, man. Like, you could get real creative. Like, you guys are a bunch of them paint fucking canvases anyway, and they go the art direction anyway. Yeah, they don't I mean, even tattoo anymore. That's true. A lot of them are really talented artists. Stuffy being one of them, and uh, you know, I mean, that's what ended up happening. I mean, I ended up coming up to New York, meeting Stuffy, getting a tattoo. <laughs> you know, like that was like did my you first. Show me what you got? I feel like you did show me what you got. Yeah, did I got you? a tattoo on my leg, man, from Snuffy. I'll send you a picture. Yeah, yeah, he's great, man. And uh, he is. I want to get some work done by him. Well, you're up there where he is, man. You could probably get in there. You gotta. I just saw him. I just saw him. Um, we were at the uh, six and five. Um, who's another like friend of mine, and I think like one of one of the best to do this. Uh, six and five did a LG Art Labs collab with. I don't know if you know Triple um, X. I think you do Triple X. I don't know Triple X, but I definitely know Six and Five because I'm a collector. I have some of his stuff. Yeah. There you go. There yeah. you go. I scored some OEs actually at the. Um, at the event that they were doing, which a lot, there weren't a lot of crypto natives. So it was good. So it's obviously like a more limited run, but yeah, I was there and Snuffy, Snuffy came through. So I, I, I did recently just see him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's so many good people and a lot of them, you're, you're in a great place to be, I guess, being in New York. So, so for people listening, Tommy, you got this, you got this partnership with dream hotel, which is over there in, in Chelsea, right? And I, I'm and until, Hollywood, and, and in Hollywood, and you went in, you went in in a partnership with them, and you built a gallery of art, like an art gallery, like a physical art gallery, where you have digital frames hanging on the walls of these hotels in a really like cool way, and it's a permanent exhibition, and all these NFTs are just like up there, and you can come in and see them. So everybody that walks in the hotel gets to see it, or anybody visiting town that's into you know, NFTs or that digital art movement wants to go see it, can just walk in and see it. It's a really cool deal, man. Yeah. How did you come up with that idea, man? Like, where did that come from? Thanks, dude. Um, so, yeah, so the partnerships with, I mean, both properties um, was A, just to obviously have a larger footprint um, in terms of showcasing and, and having something coast to coast, obviously, is a, is, is a great thing being in like two, two major cities. Um, it was it was really like what we were talking about before, man, and the way things were operating on 
a marketplace, which I found cool. And I'm like, all right, if this is getting us who come from, you know, these different backgrounds, not tech, not this, this auction world, let's just call it. Um, like it's fascinating enough where I'm spending, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars into this. So if you could kind of represent this in a similar way through an IRL exhibit, maybe that's, you know, something that'll attract a lot more and also educate people along the way. So the whole, you know, idea of design and the way we like showcase or rotate digital art is more like the way it was on a marketplace where your intro to an artist, whether it was a drop or a release happening, and you see previous works of that artist and a history and sales, you know, dollar amounts, et cetera, um, bios, you know, just there's lack of that, especially with so many artists and the pace that kind of like the space moves in. Um, and then what does a drop look like, dude? Like what is a, a, a ranked auction? Like, what are you competing for? Um, how does that work? How do we, again, give a collector some light too? Because I'm going to probably want to want to follow the lead of a collector not knowing anything and a, a guy that's spending their money already in the, in the space. So, you know, it was kind of like, again, a combination of trying to showcase that as part of the exhibit while what happens after that? What about collectors and their collection who's giving them a platform because if you don't got a strong social media channel then again no and if you're influential from a collector standpoint then shouldn't people get familiar with your brand and who you are so for me again the you know the exhibit was more like hey how do we showcase all these different components and make it easily accessible for people that walk through this lobby, you know? So, and I'm a big believer in like those IRL opportunities. I mean, look at what people's doing right down there. Isn't he releasing something IRL? Like my version was always like, imagine like you have people dropping a piece that goes live in like four major cities um, in the world. Right. So it's like it's limited. You you got to go camp out the way you would camp out for a sneaker release or a Xbox or whatever it is that you're into, which people do. You set yeah. up a tent. Yeah, you're gonna get some snacks. You're gonna call your boys. You're gonna line up, and you're <laughs> <Right>. gonna. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of you know the opportunities that I think can be created, and people like I said, people are doing them. Whether you look at like treasure hunts or like whatever they're putting together, like it's all. So you can get out there, be more active. When you walked into the Dream Hotel and approached whoever it is you talked to over there, did they think you were crazy? <laughs> no, dude. So <laughs> um, it was actually like a five minute, I'm old school. So it was a straight up phone call. Right. Um, and I had some, I had, I had previous relationships because I've done like some builds at, at, at some of the properties here in New York. Gotcha. And, gotcha. You know, I was like, hey, listen, like this will put you on the map too. Like you'll be the first. Nobody yeah. else is doing it like that. So um, and that's why I feel like sometimes like maybe we don't get enough credit because I'm like, again, not because it's us, but look 
24-7 exhibit, doors are open to everything. You have nightlife, you have, you know what I mean, uh, uh, dining, you have a pool and like daily activities. You have guests from all around the world staying there. Like you don't get that diversity anywhere else. Nope. <laughs> um, you definitely don't get it in a gallery. And the fact that we have, you know, the 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 real estate to cover and display over like 80 artists if we wanted to at one time, I think is impactful, dude. And it's just like we say, like support for each other when you really think about it. Like if I'm displayed with another 50 artists, that's another 50 promoting what we're all doing together. I went there once right after you opened it and I saw the gallery then. And then I was just there again recently during NFT New York. And it seems like it's improved. Like you keep, you keep making it better and bigger and better. It looks but you know, like you're constantly working on it from my perspective. And also from the perspective of being a general contractor, I'm looking at it and I'm thinking like, this looks complicated, man. There's a lot of power that has to go to all these digital frames. How do you figure out what works, what doesn't work? How, how'd you do all that, man? Like, I mean, you don't, nobody's done it before. So you're building this from scratch. <laughs> <laughs> it comes, I think, with a lot of hiccups, dude. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's wild because you look at how smart and educated people are on one side of it. And then the stuff that maybe I'd consider more basic hasn't even been like approached the right way. And, you know, I don't want to knock anybody because I think like everybody's like trying at the end of the day. But, you know, when you look at a product that can go direct to the consumer that functions easily um, and is a, just a quick setup process to display your art and again, doesn't cost like all that shit still doesn't exist. Yeah. So, here, this is where you have like Samsung, like any day going to come in or LG or like a big brand, which yeah. is just going to create that, that product. Uh, you know? what, so, what are you using in that gallery? What, what brand are those frames? What, who made those? We use, I mean, we started off with Samsung's like at an earlier stage. Yeah. Um, we have, we have some whims up. Um, we have some Samsung's obviously up and yeah. then, um, we have a partnership with Metasil um, okay. and Metasil was one of the first to like put out square only to find out everybody like wants to create in square for the most part. So sure. Um, that's been uh, honestly like a great, a great partnership for us nice. um, in terms of obviously having the product, I'm always coming through and adding to like the bigger, bigger scale events, like the one you were a part of that we do. Do you feel like those um, frame companies, all of them, Samsung, Metacell, all the ones that you just named and, and, and others, do you feel like they're progressing technologically? Like, are they getting better? Are the frames getting better? Um, until, until like it's, it, look, I couldn't adjust the mic volume. So until it's easy yeah. for me to function dude like <laughs> until it's easy for me to function like it's it's still fucking complicated that's what you i know? feel like i feel like the tech side of those digital frames is still complicated and a little bit wonky you know from then that's yeah. just from a totally like layperson's yeah viewpoint, you yeah. know but yeah yeah that's why i, I want to put them in my freaking house you know but i kind of don't want to do it until there's some better like tech out there you know it's crazy, man, because I feel like even for me, and that's it, like Vasya doing that like 
pretty much all the time. Uh-huh. Um, to me, in my head, I'm like, oh, you just go button, boop, 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 boop. boop, boop, boop. And that's that's <laughs> that's not how it goes down, especially like with what we do. Again, like, you know, there's obviously overlay of the QR code at times. There's overlay of the the artist's name, their, their social media, whatever, um, link, uh, uh, additions, previous sales. Like, it really depends on the exhibit. So, um I think, again, there's a lot more that people just don't fucking see um, behind the scenes. And when we do things, dude, I mean, I think you saw it's more like even social media promo. It's I don't know. I feel like it's just it's easy to walk into a party that you throw like you threw a really killer party during NFT New York. I was there. It was a really awesome party. There was a ton of people there. It's easy to walk in there. Have a couple of drinks, say, you know, meet a bunch of people, like have a good time and then walk away and feel like, oh, you know, thanks to Tommy for throwing that party. But nobody's really thinking like all the hours, the time, the energy, the money, the expense, how much of your personal time went into the up the preparation to all of that. I'm sure uh, that's probably very underappreciated. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that's my three for you. Um, if I would have pulled, if I would have pulled something out of my ass, like (laughs) I would have had a lot more success. Who knows? Like, and that's just like how the space is, man. But, uh, yeah, there's people, there's people that see it and recognize and yeah, there are (laughs) and appreciate it because it's important. I think it's an important thing for this space. Let me ask you some questions about these artists that you have these relationships with. It seems like you're plugged in with some like pretty big like artists in this space. Like, how did you get how did you get those relationships? Like, where did they come from? How'd they get started? You know, to be to be honest with you, um, whether it was through collecting or just me reaching out um, and talking about their work, and I think a lot of people just got to see who I really was from an earlier point of coming into the space. Yeah. Um, and trusted, you know, trusted that. And I was always conscious of that, you know, yeah. and I always kind of expressed myself. I never really take direct shots. Like I'll put out some subliminals and all that, um, you know, and if you, if you get it, you get it. I picked but- up on that about you. <laughs> <laughs> You're for the most guy without you know calling names. You'll like uh, express your you know displeasure with stuff in the space for sure. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of bullshit in this space, man. You know. Yeah, man. Yeah, and like it sets us all back. So that's why I even say like I take it fucking personal, man. Because like you're fucking with my buddies and like the people like that that are fucking building and contributing their time and money, and then. That just looks worse to the outside. And now we got to, you know, one step forward, two steps back, dude. Always. It's fucking always that. Like, come on already. Like, and I'm tired, man. And I'm sure you're tired. Like, yeah. (laughs) Well, you've got a voice in this space and uh, you've done, you know, credit to you for, for building that, man. But one thing I can definitely say about you that I've never seen you do is I've never seen you out there like pumping some pfp project you know or shilling some bullshit man like everything that you've ever uh that i've ever seen you put out on in in the twitter and the internet or anything's always just been like 
for artists, about artists, promoting artists, helping artists get, you know, like get a voice. Yeah. Credit to you for that, man. Cause I'm sure you've got the opportunity Thanks, to like shell some bullshit, <laughs> you know? Thanks, dude. Uh, yeah. <laughs> shockingly, shockingly, I, I don't think I get, I get approached as much for bullshit maybe because like people kind of see what I do or how I put it out there. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I think again, you and I are see might see a lot of things similar because when I look at artists, what they've done here and what they continue to do, like, and I, you know, I'll phrase it as like, you're the stars or like you're the celebrities or whatever. That's what it is. It is. Um, and I don't understand, like for those that don't see it. And if you look at a lot of artists, a lot of artists have signed with agencies, have managers, are getting out there. What happens when your art's not selling? Now you have a brand. You created something. You're going to get out there. You're going to get deals with merch. You're going to get deals with, you know, other other big brand collabs, like whatever that is. And that's exactly what's happening. So I don't know. I, I always saw that. And you know, the personal relationship, the deeper relationship just really puts a stamp on me feeling like, hey, this guy's they're they're doing whatever they need to do and they're going to make it. They have the potential to do all this. And if I could help create that, man, I'm I'm all about that. Like you've invested in someone. The last thing you want to do is see them fail. They fail. You fail. Like what fucking sense does that make? I agree with that. <laughs> yeah. totally so you want to bash somebody sometimes, but it's more like, again, like, damn, man, like you got us. Like I always looked at that even as a, as a curator, like it's not just curating. It's a fucking partnership, man. So respect that. Use that to your advantage thereafter if 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 it helps or but i'm there so we did something together whatever you do from here on will affect us and might tarnish that so let's communicate on that maybe i have a, a good take on what you're going to do next you know and you I, I don't the think community through a token drop on new nifty gateway i did um back in october so i think at the time it was like a record-breaking membership drop um yeah. especially on nifty gateway so it did about i think like close to eight thousand in total which again was at an early stage or what we call like an earlier stage here yeah um i was fucking blown away from the response to be honest with you and then that took and got you into your discord and it got you into your community discord community obviously curated you know curated, curated drop. drops yeah um IRL incentives, it continue, it continues to do that. So yeah. there's a bunch yeah. of things. But I also feel like a lot of the people that bought my pass, it's one of those where I feel like they don't care. Um because it wasn't for it wasn't for that. And like most are just like nobody's looking back and saying like, Hey, wait a minute. Like it's, it's not about that. And no. I've seen others release passes that come and go in order for, in order for a pass to be sustainable like that and continue to drive perks, there needs to be, it needs to be fed. So a lot yeah. of people realize that in web three and that's why their passes, you know, have expiration dates. And I think also like the whole curated, curated low priced edition uh -huh. thing has kind of become 
become a problem over a solution. Like it was abused too much and now it's just devaluing what you do. Um, And just people don't, people don't cherish that opportunity, I think enough. So it's like, why even, and I don't think they respect the fact that that's a heavy conversation with an artist, dude. Like you can't just hit up any artist and say like, Hey, you're going to do a dollar piece for for my community sure like <laughs> yeah how do you ask yeah i i get that that's uh yeah i do i definitely i definitely do get that it seemed to me from my perspective that you were like one of the very first people to like curate a community through like a token drop so it kind of makes you like one of the very first people to ever do that in history you know i, I don't know if you're the first but you were probably one of the early, earliest Thanks, dude. I um, <laughs> I know. I mean, I know. I I might know of like one or two, but yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely yeah. on the on the on the earlier stages. Yeah, on the yeah. earlier stages. And, and credit to you, you're still here. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I, I can't say that for all of them. That's for sure, man. I bought I a bunch. Took of- it and ran. I should have took it and ran. <laughs> What do you think's wrong with the space right now, man? I mean, you know, obviously we're in a bear market. There's a lot of, uh, you know, ill feelings in the market right now because people spent money, you know, on things that have lost value or have gone to zero. A lot of people have disappeared. A lot of people have just kind of quit and given up, gone on to other things. What do you think? How do you view the market and how, how do you view things today, like the crypto art? community the nft market in general yeah so outside of the um outside of the financial part real quick yeah i feel like it's for me and i can only speak on like how i look at it i've never been so turned off and we've written like like written ups and downs um on many levels I was always like there and it was always like whatever. Yeah. And not that I'm not confident in it or whatever. It's just like, holy fuck, man. Like, <laughs> it's just everything's a turn off. Um, and there's very limp. So, again, I'm not one. I hate, again, going backwards because I feel it's like, what are you going to say now? It's about the art. It's about this. It's about that. It's not about this. It's not about that. And it's fucking about it all. Yeah. So, again, I just, um, I hate seeing, I don't know, people just need to realize what's important and what's not here. Um, A lot of people obviously always need to slow down. Um, some have just fucking learned the hard way that also creates problems for, for, for others. So it's just like, man, there needs to be, there needs to be somebody like controlling all this at some fucking point. (laughs) (laughs) That's the problem, man. It's all decentral. Nobody (laughs) controls, you know, it's just a bunch of random people, man, just doing, doing shit. And it's like, uh, you know, I don't know, man, it's. I feel like my feeling is, is that when this all turns around and it will turn around, I believe that I think you and me wouldn't be here if we didn't think it would turn around when it turns around, it's going to be pretty incredible. Hopefully I would expect, I would expect a big turnaround at some point in the future, you know, me too. 
And I don't even mean this Web3 wise. I, I hope this is what gets us like recognized outside. Yeah. Um, you know, again, that's why when I go back to like even our event and the way things were kind of pieced together and adding the the comedy side. I mean, I just saw VCon. Did you go to VCon, by the way? I didn't go to VCon, no. Okay, so I don't know if you saw, I caught it yesterday. Um, Andrew Schultz, you know Andrew Schultz, the comedian? Yeah. He performed at VCon. No way. Um, yeah, and I'm like, again, I we had five A-listers, dude. We had five A-listers um, performing fucking comedy, doing their stand-up. That was great. Uh, <laughs> to me, I'm like, what? That, that's a couple million followers right there between those individuals. Like, yeah, you know, that was that. That's that's how you do it. That's how you do it. Bring to bring other industries in. Yeah. So, I think. Um, I think again, like, uh, I'm just. We need to continue to become creative now with the with the IRL and stuff. But people also, like you said, man, they just care about partying. So they look. We had thirteen dollar artwork up. I know you saw it. I got like, some. I bought <laughs> like uh, somewhere always. Um, so you had a combination of again a lot of what I think the space needs. IRL. I bought a whole bunch of those David Henry Nobody Junior uh, ones. Man, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give. I was. I bought them with the intention of giving some away to people to like try to help people learn about yeah. how to own an nft you know yeah thanks he's he's the fucking man dude dude he's i love that guy he stole the show i love that guy he man. Stole the show. <laughs> fucking show. Like, dude, he's yeah i mean and honestly like it's crazy because we just had met down at at beeple's and i was yeah. like coldy and coldy coldy and again dude like i don't even this is what this is what actually like really like makes me love it here like coldy yeah. and i have hung out we've had like events in la at the gallery and all that but it's like he just talks he was talking to david moore and he was like oh dude you should do something with with king at uh, at the new york and it was like that was it and i'm like dude i just just met too down at fucking beebles or whatever and yeah it was just let's get to fucking work from there so you and I met at that people thing and I knew all these people were coming into town on that, um, that weekend. And like the day before people's thing, which was on Saturday, I just like invited a few people. I didn't know you were going to be there. I would have invited you to this for a lunch. <laughs> and it was like G money, Coldy, <laughs> Wes McHugh, uh, Coldy's assistant, Raphael, me and my wife. And we all went to lunch together, dude. It was like the most epic freaking That lunch. was your lunch. Yeah, dude. It was awesome, bro. Like the conversation, just like, you know, and everybody, I think everybody felt the same way, man, that like super excited about this thing that we were going to the next day at Beeple's which was just like, it's a momentous event in art history and crypto art history, you know? Yeah. I, I, I'm going to say this, like that's harder to do now, like in the space. So that means something that you were able to, you know, get these individuals together like that. 
And I'll go back. I, I think when we jumped on the call, you asked me about like previous podcasts, and I told you I did one of Nick's, yeah, um, like er, early, early ones. Um, and it was back when I had like Snoop Dogg interaction on Twitter, so I became a little popular with that. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Lo- long story short, Nick had put together a dinner, and this was like maybe two and a half years ago. And it was me, Sergito, Fuocious, obviously Nick. There was, uh, dude, there was just like Brinkman. What am I saying? Like I was there at the, till the end with like, like all these people. And I'm like, I'll never fucking forget. And he left like these like little memo pads, like really, really small, like little booklets and just wrote a nice message on the inside of them and just kind of yeah. left them. And like, I'll, I'll never forget that, dude. It was one of the most special nights because it was like the early days. It's going to be, I mean, this is stuff like people will study in history and art history in the future, you know, right now. Yeah. <laughs> it is. They're gonna I'm telling you, man. I know it will. I feel it in my bones, man, that we're like, in, that we're like in a part of a, like a, this crypto art movement is part of like the future of art history and like, People are going to look back at this time, man, and like they're going to know who you were. <laughs> you were the first guy to get a comedy act at the freaking NFT event. <laughs> at least I'm not the first collector to leak nudes. You know that could have went a lot worse. So at least I left a good, a good stamp in the uh, in the space. What do you think happens next, man? You have any like uh, forced thought into the future of this space? Like, are you thinking down the road a little bit? Like, what what's coming? You know, what are you building? What are you into? What do you see as for the future? Yeah, um, I think, or at least I hope that everybody just you know finds what they're the strongest at because there's a lot that you have to kind of do. Um, and be a part of when, when, from being in the space early and from doing IRL, like, you know, we talked about fucking hardware. We talked about software. We talked about art. We talked about IRL and real estate and partnerships. And it's like, there's just so much. So, um, I'm just, you know, I'm hoping that, you know, the teams that do get formed eventually, um, are all at least just like expertise, um, with, you know, with a certain part of, of this space, whether that's like art or the tech or the hardware, you know, and, you know, I'm hoping like powerhouse teams like that will just help the whole experience. And hopefully that's us, dude. I mean, you know, yeah, I know there's guys out there trying to do it. I mean, you know, like Kevin Rose and the Moonbirds, they're like all quote quote, unquote about the art now, you know, all this stuff, you know, yeah, I don't know. know, I don't know. I don't know what that is. I guess for me, like, I, I think a lot of the simple sides of this haven't even been put out there. So right. even if, you know, we call Crip, like we wanted Crip to be the hub. So it's like, what if it actually is the fucking hub and becomes the hub? And now, now whenever you're in like a major city, you know, where you go, if you're involved in, in art or Web3 in some sort of a way, I'm going to go to the Crip. That's where I'm gonna fuck. I might see Chris there this week. I might need see Nest Graphics. I might see. I don't know who I'm gonna see there. Like, 
um, you know, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that's something that, you know, we can keep creating or even if do you happens, see an expansion of the crypt gallery brand, do you see a big expansion in that coming? I mean, I was always hoping, um, you know, to have a lot of major cities covered, but I like it. again, doing yeah. it, yeah. doing it alone is not, I'm not saying it's not as easy as I thought, cause I didn't think any of it was going to be easy, but it's just not sustainable. It's like, you ever heard the expression of just yeah. growing too fast? Like, yeah. that's not what I need right now. Right now, I need to secure some dope-ass partnerships yeah. that'll help the growth of that and, you know, obviously continue to operate at the scale where New York and L.A. is, if not, you know, a bit more. Yeah, I believe if anybody can do it, you can do it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you'll do it. <laughs> I believe you'll do it. <laughs> I, I, I'm waiting. I, and I, yeah, I, I'm calling it, man. I think you will do it. Thanks. Man. I think that's I, what I it takes, man. It takes somebody with a vision, number one. Number two, you know, and somebody that's not scared to go out and like actually put in the work, which obviously you're not, you know. So, you know, what could go yeah, wrong? Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think. Dude, even even like what we started this year and I'm not done and I don't think people know that like we didn't we called it the, you know, King of Midtown tour. Uh -huh. And it's really saying like, hey, and I've even like tweeted shit like this, like, hey, wherever I go, like I'm going to bring as many people as I can with me. So now if this tour continues, what's the tour? It's bringing you a, a selection of top artists, individuals in the space and collectors you know, influential people, whatever you want to consider it. Yeah. And we're going to be a part of, you know, the next event in the next major city. Why shouldn't it be that? Like, I'm I'm hoping to be down at Basel and doing it in Basel, where it's not necessarily the Crypt Gallery, but it'll be somewhere hot as long as we get to. Yeah, there's Art Basel, there's South by Southwest, there's the yeah. you know, ETH Conference in Denver, there's, you know, I don't know, they have something in LA every year. I mean, there's tons of places you could like yeah. actually do it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I think it's, again, just getting getting everybody out there, um, you know, and showcase to the scale that we do things in yeah. New York and LA. So you, if it's you, not one, hopefully the other. You, uh, and you're a general contractor also, do you, are you still like, practicing as a general contractor Are you working like full-time you full-time working yeah every um small company always been small um so i downsize big time but yeah, yeah i mean every day um <laughs> i continue to you know operate with the crew out there um, it's hard man i i asked them because i'm a general contractor and i have a small you know a little small mid-sized construction company down here in charleston man and it's like between that and like just trying to do this podcast and you know, pay a little bit of attention to my wife, man. It's like full time, man. I don't oh, have time for anything else, dude. <laughs> agreed, man. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm with you a hundred percent. That's yeah. why I say, like, I'm, I'm tired, and I'm sure you are too. Yeah. <laughs> it's Things got to get easier. <laughs> <laughs> When's it gonna get easier, man? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, dude. I don't know. <laughs> you got a pretty sick collection of art. Thanks, you man. It's some really um, nice stuff, man. I've definitely um, gotten, you know, I, I think for some, they I don't even want to say I started small or big. I think I did get carried away at times, but 
course, um, as we do. Some, some of the pieces that I fucking still connect with are just like super fast. I'm just like, oh, fuck, this is sick. Like, I want this. Um, you know? Like, you I just... I just, I just are you still collecting? Are you still in collect mode? Yeah. I am. I just yeah. bought, you know, Dirk Koi? No. No, check it yeah, out. Yeah, I just... Yeah. I just got a piece of his on Super, like, the other day. Um, which is... I think I got a, got a fucking steal or whatever, but... Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll send you that to, to take a look, but yeah, yeah, I'm collecting. Um, you don't sell you know, anything, do you? You're not really much of a seller, are you? No, even when flipper. I want to, you're not a flipper is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I've sold, I've sold a couple of things. And I yeah. think a lot of what I've sold is again, because like, you know, I've, we've taken so many hits yeah. that getting a win here and there just sure. keeps you fucking going, man. Like you oh, need yeah. that, man. Yeah. I don't think there's, don't get me wrong. I don't, I'm not bashing anybody for selling stuff, man. Like I've sold some things, you know, but I'm uh, I think we're similar, man. I'm a buyer more than a seller. I, you know, I, I get kind of attached to my stuff and I don't want to sell it, you know? Me too. Yeah. Me too. Especially if I, I get to know the artist, then I definitely won't sell. You know, then I'm like, no. I know. That's the worst. <laughs> That's, I almost feel like I got to prep like a whole conversation and be like, listen. No, listen. I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I need a I might tires, not, I might man. <laughs> I'll write a letter. I'll write a letter next time. The card. I don't know something, man. But yeah, it it fucking it sucks. But I think um I think we overthink that too, and like uh, some like real friends and artists are just like fuck yeah, you know like yeah yeah, you know not because they feel like they're gonna fucking burn you, but they're just like yeah, man, like you know make your fucking some of the shit wasn't realistic before, and now it's like all right. I want to at least see some offers, god damn it. Sometimes I want to see fucking offers, and I'm like, what the fuck? Everything I bought isn't getting any offers? <laughs> no. I just found this artist, uh, this Turkish guy. His name's Omer Alagaz. You know, I'll send you him on uh, Instagram, man. Dude, I, this guy, I, I like looking for people that are up and coming, man. You know, like, that's what I'm kind of keeping my eyes open for these days. It's like just finding people that people don't know yet, but when they, when they see this stuff, they're going to be like, what the fuck, man, this is awesome. You know, dude, I, should I brag a little bit? I don't like yeah. to brag, but brag, go dude, ahead. that's one of the best fucking feelings when it's not even like, Oh, I found the one. It's not even like finding the one, but when, you see a lot of the artists that you do something with later on just being massive or way more successful or a, a huge demand, not to collect their art, but to partner with them, having part of his exhibits and this and that. Yeah. I'm just like, dude, I look back and I'm like, fuck man, pretty much everybody that, you know, I did something with is, is a leader here. And yeah. has done some of the biggest like projects. Like look, look back at my first job. You said when I did membership, Brendan North, Ray, Isla El Musa, Ryan Talbot. Like <laughs> I'm not saying nobody knew of them, right? But again, our Nifty Gateway didn't. 
So for me, it was like, I got to get them on if the gateway. And it continues. I got Raphael Ebra. Do you know Raphael Ebra tonight? Yeah. 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 And I'm not trying to promo, but it's just like, dude, how has Raphael never been on Nifty Gateway? And then, again, this is where I start to just circle back, and I won't keep yapping about this, but, you know, this is where maybe there's more trust in me doing something with you on there because everyone's skeptical of marketplaces or this or that. Sure. Where let me let me lead the way here, man. So thanks yeah, for the they see your name trust. attached to it. People trust it. You know, they know you and the space. It gives it, it it does. It makes people I think that does make people feel better. Yeah, actually I agree yeah. with that. Man. Yeah. Hope. I hope. I hope. So yeah, man. Um yeah. a lot of these a lot of these individuals like from the early day, I just love seeing where they are. And like I said, the demand the demand for them in some sort of a way. What do you think about all this royalties, you know, chatter, the debates over should there be royalties, not royalties, da, da, da. Have you had any? Yeah. I mean, look, that's even for you. You go back to the membership thing and this is where, where Nifty Gateway, like the royalties are there. Like you can't, you can't switch those around or whatever. Like right. you need that, man. It's, it's a sustainability Sure. It's what the space was fucking about and it's supposed to be about, like one of the huge sure. important parts of it. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, you want to play devil's advocate here, then you just think about how many people abuse their power um, from an, more from an artist or creator standpoint. And it's yeah. like, you're just fucking it up. You're just fucking it up for somebody else. Nobody wants to pay you when they just took a fucking huge hit um <laughs> because because you were being selfish you know or or like a mint uh a mint slut is what they used to say like <laughs> so right you know yeah, no. the space man you got that's <laughs> <laughs> it how it is bro that's it the mint slut <laughs> <laughs> Where do you see this space in five years, man? And I wanted to ask you about AI too, man. Have you have you had any like have you played around with any of that? You know about what you're no, but um, I haven't played around with it. I mean, in terms of we talking, like it's it's crazy because anything that you say, even referencing technology, I just think about art again. So I was just going to say like, oh no, I haven't created anything using AI like that, but. No, man, obviously just not on the art side, but it's been an ongoing conversation. Um, yeah. You know, look. I feel I like know, it's overshadowed things. NFTs a little bit. You know, like NFTs was like the hottest tech in 21. And then AI came out in, you know, late 22, 23. Now it's like kind of overshadowing that a little bit. But it's like, again, now... <laughs> NFTs and just the use cases for AI granted can be used as, you know, an advantage, whether you look at art or, or anything else in the fucking space. But I don't know, man, there's a couple people and I can't think of them off the bat that just like write some really good, good threads when it comes to how a human creates over something AI generated. Sure. Um, you know, and honestly, that's what I was saying before. Like shit, so much shit happens so fast. 
and everybody just like kind of shifts away into that. Yeah. I can't, dude. I've been saying it like I got to stay fucking focused. Like we have a mission. That's why I always believed like in the art side of this and even representing the technology and the use cases here. Yeah. Um, so this is why I'm just like, I can't. All right, that's going on. Oh, shit. A fucking meme coin's going on. Well, guess what? I missed that shit, too, because I'm so fucking lost in the art world. God damn it. That I missed that. You know what I mean? And that's kind of what happened. Is And it's what I say, like, you know, when you're doing something and you're convicted on like one side of this, I believe in the fucking art side of this, man. So I, just I believe in the going. art side too, man. And that's what, um, that's what I'm here for, man. I'm here for the art and for the artists and for the collect, you know, and I, and I, and I, I like this like expansion into like getting some collectors in, you know? Yeah. I, uh, definitely. I, yeah. I'm glad you said yes to come on and, and talk to me about, uh, your journey in this space. Is there anything that before we get off that I didn't ask you about that you'd like to talk about? First off, thanks for having me. And I think, you know, a lot about, you know, the stuff that I do and I put out there, we, we want to emphasize a little bit more on like the partnership that King of Midtown as a brand also has now, because King of Midtown became its own brand, whether it's like the merch line yeah. um, that you, I think seen or like seeing me start to roll out right now to, the yep. basketball team, the big, the big three team that we own. Um, Gary owns a team. Snoop owns a team. Kevin Rose, you mentioned before, they own a team okay. um, in the league. Frank D. Gods, um, and I think for us this year, it's going to be like really getting out there and why we bought a, a basketball team, where we kind of tie in as an art community, and now a basketball league with other individuals, other fans, another audience, other players, other partnership opportunities. Like okay. I feel like so much shit happens. Yeah. That's, that's like slept on. So yeah. Um, yeah. I think our, our big three um, threes company, which is the team that we King of Midtown owns, is going to be something huge. And Hey, you're more than welcome to like join any of the games. You'll be seeing me courtside repping something art related at the games this year, on national TV, hopefully. So Dude, I'm in for it, man. I'm here for that, for sure. I love basketball, and uh, yeah, I can't wait to see that. Where do people go to find out more about you, about the King of Midtown? Um, how do they find the Crypt Gallery? Like, where where's the best place to look for all this info about you and all your goings-on? You know, we're all active on, on social media. So in terms of social media channels, um, I'm on Twitter, yes, actively, on Instagram, kingofmidtown.eth, on Instagram, kingofmidtown one on twitter um the crypt gallery also which goes by the crypt gallery.eths on social channels um you google anything in terms of uh, nft galleries or anything like that the crypt does come up on google uh we have our website um king of midtown.io just launched with our merch and obviously links to everything else as we continue to 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 grow that and um the crypt gallery nyc.com and they could subscribe to our email and and get all our updates i'll put a link to that and to your link tree in the show notes so people that are looking for you guys will be able to easily find that and uh because i think it's really interesting what you guys are doing there's a lot going on you know i'm gonna put in a plug for charleston man we got a cruise cruise ship port here there's a million freaking cruise ship people get off of there every day and walk through our little city right here. 
and there's a million little art galleries and nobody's got an NFT art gallery down here, man. You guys should come down here and partner up with one of these hotels and do it, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm with it, dude. Charleston's going to be the epicenter, man. It is. It is. <laughs> well, consider this a handshake. And I'll just go back to what I said earlier. Um, yeah. We're not looking to do this alone, dude. So let's I go. Like, yeah, I'm in. I hear you. Feet on the ground. I'm into I'm, it, I'm man. <laughs> Set up the meeting. Tell them to send a private jet. I'm on the way down. You got it, my man. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, it's great to catch up with you, man. I, uh, you know, like you're somebody I just had a lot of respect for in the space for a long time, man. Uh, you know, good, good little budding friendship. I hope it continues. Uh, Likewise. My man. best to Vasya and uh, my best to you. Thank you. Thank you so much, man. Thanks for having me, dude. Feelings are mutual. Thank you all for listening to another episode of The Ledge. That was a great episode with the King of Midtown. I'm going to drop a link to his social media and his link tree in the show notes below. If you want to find out anything more about Tommy and what he's got going on, you can follow him there. I'll be here next week with another artist on The Ledge. And thank you for listening. If you like the show, please rate and review me in the app of your listening choice. Thank you for listening.